Hello, and welcome to the Aligned as Fuck podcast. I'm your host, Martina Salling, personal trainer turned trauma-informed alignment coach. And this podcast was created for the ambitious woman who knows she's made for more. If this is you, if you're someone who is not willing to settle for just surviving, but you know that you're meant to thrive, then keep listening because we're going to be talking all about living a soul-led life in alignment with your higher self, connecting with your intuition, the journey of personal and spiritual development, doing the inner work so you can get out of your own way and live life to your fullest potential, optimizing your wellness physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. Basically, this podcast is about becoming aligned as fuck so that you can embody the happiest, healthiest, most fulfilled version of yourself, and together we can help raise the consciousness and vibration of this planet. If this sounds like a fuck yes, you're in the right place. Let's dive in. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Aligned as Fuck. Thank you so much for being here. I am so excited to share this podcast episode with you because optimal health is one of my absolute favorite things to discuss. And if you're new here, welcome. I am Martina and I'm a certified trauma-informed holistic wellness coach. I specialize in alignment and human design. So I really love to use somatic practices to guide my clients back into alignment with their most authentic selves. And if you're familiar with me and my content already, you may know this, but I've been on my personal journey to optimal health and wellness for the past 10 or so years. I actually became a certified personal trainer and started working with clients when I was just 18 years old. And I'm going to be turning 29 in a few months. So it's kind of crazy to me that that's how long it's been already. But here we are. And over that time, I have embodied a deep understanding of the mind, body, and soul connection. So I really take a holistic approach, you know, weaving all of these pieces together when it comes to optimizing wellness for myself, of course, as well as my clients. And It's really my true passion and purpose in life to help other women heal from their past, to overcome some internal blocks, and also raise their frequency so that they can live a soul-aligned life with fulfillment and freedom. And I believe that taking care of our physical body is a huge part of that. So we're going to be discussing all the different ways, you know, physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual ways that you can work towards optimizing your health today. So let's dive in. These are some things that I really feel are super important to consider if you're wanting to access your optimal state of health. And the truth is, I just, the way that I see the world anyways, I mean, that's that's what this is all about here, I guess, because I'm the one doing the talking. (laughs) But I don't believe that our society has been set up for us to be healthy. You know, take a look around, you know, you see people working in offices, for example. And if that's you, like, I'm not trying to, not trying to call you out or anything. I mean, unless you feel you need to be called out and that's going to help you to raise your frequency and your health, then you're welcome. But, you know, generally we look around and we see people that are not thriving and that's just the sad reality. So, I would like to empower you to make some changes to take control of your health and your happiness and your well being, because really only you have the power to do so. 
And also knowing that your frequency is actually impacting the collective, right? Like we're all one. We are all impacting each other with our energy every single day. So the first thing that I want to bring attention to is prioritizing joy, right? When you're in the state of joy, it's a high frequency. It's going to benefit all of your cells. And this actually activates healing within your body because joy is like a high vibe energy, right? It's right up there with the frequency of love. And every single moment is an opportunity to notice if we are vibing in the frequency of love or the frequency of fear. Every single state that we're in actually falls into those two categories, right? Love or fear. That's kind of the most basic way to put it. So if you find that you're often too serious, you know, you're someone who's like taking life super seriously and maybe focusing on what could go wrong or even being overprepared for like the worst case scenario, right? That's actually going to be aligning you with the frequency of fear and your cells are responding to that state. So this is just something to be aware of because anytime we, you know, we can self-reflect and we become conscious of our state, that conscious awareness is really the first step. We have the power to shift it. That's super exciting. So we have the power to shift from fear to love in any single moment, which is such a power, such a gift that you have. So, you know, when we're in that state of fear, again, it's like, it's a stress state. It doesn't allow your body for healing. Our body wants to heal. Like there's a million kajillion processes going on inside of our bodies at any given moment. And when we're in fear, we're not allowing these functions to operate properly. So that can actually contribute to inflammation in your body. And my biggest suggestion here is to, first of all, not take life so seriously. Like have a little fun with it, right? Let your inner child out, play, have fun. I love using things like music to help shift my state if I'm needing an energy boost. I mean, music is so powerful and we have access to that, which is such a gift as well. Another thing to consider here is if you're somebody who is often trying to make those around you happy, you might be actually neglecting your own joy in doing so, right? Like overgiving, and then you're emptying your own cup of energy and you don't really have anything left for yourself. This is something that I see within a lot of my clients. So this is your permission slip if you need it to do something for you, right? Put yourself first. Because when you're in a state of joy, that energy is actually going to be felt by those around you. So you being in a high vibe state is actually your contribution. And another major way to access more joy is if you feel a sense of purpose or contribution, you know, if you can surround yourself with a high vibe community to be part of something that brings you joy and elevates your mood really goes such a long way. And it's also essential for our well-being, for our soul to feel fulfilled. So like we're doing something that, you know, we're doing what we came here to do. And bonus points, if your work that you do in the world is fulfilling for your purpose. The next thing I want to discuss with you in terms of optimal health is 
your toxin load, right? So toxins are unfortunately everywhere. Food, water, air, that's just naming a few things. They can remain stored in your physical body for years, you know, and this is going to deplete your energy. It's going to mess with your hormones. Basically, again, we have to be doing things differently. We have to be going above and beyond for our health if we want to be healthy in this modern world. Because again, these toxins are pretty much unavoidable. So if you're not supporting your detox systems in your body, it's likely that these toxins are really staying stored within your tissues. And they actually become stored in fat tissues. Also your lymphatic system is a big part of this. So what I suggest is if you can do your best to avoid plastics, tap water, fragrances, artificial foods, these are like the biggest things that you will want to avoid if you want to support your body in detoxing. And that's a necessary part of optimal health, of course. So some things that I do is I I will use glass food storage containers. I use glass or stainless steel, you know, drinking containers, water bottles. Here's my glass water bottle right now. Just going to take a little sip. I personally find that things just taste better in glass. Like there's something about the, the feel and the quality of this that I really prefer over plastic anyways, but this is just one example of how we can start to, you know, reduce our toxin exposure in our everyday life. Um, things like essential oils. I'm a huge fan of that for fragrance. They've also got tons of like healing capabilities as well. So we really got to look at like products that we're using on our skin and in our household, like cleaning products and which of these are containing, you know, artificial fragrances that's going to be really hard on your system, especially your thyroid. And I'm somebody who's overcome thyroid issues myself. So it's definitely something else to be aware of. Um, I love using all natural products for my body, especially things like toothpaste and deodorant. I also use a shower filter and a filter for my drinking and cooking water. And something to note here is, you know, Tap water is going to be containing things like fluoride, glyphosate, chlorine, heavy metals, pharmaceuticals, even parasites, like no thank you. So when we go and filter all that nasty stuff out, we're also taking out some of the natural minerals that can actually be beneficial for us that are in water. So I'll actually add in like a little mineral drop to my water that I drink. And that helps me to get the good stuff without all of the nasty crap. And then a few other of my favorite ways that I support my detox system. So detox systems, mostly meaning liver, gut, lymphatic, also the lungs and the kidneys play a big role in this. Um, things that we can do on a daily basis. I just said it here basically, but drinking plenty of clean mineralized water is going to be really helpful. Deep breathing, because again, we're going to be releasing toxins from our lungs when we exhale. Daily movement. So something as simple as going for a walk can actually do wonders to get your lymphatic system flowing, circulation and blood flow. It's going to help to shift those toxins, shuttle them out of your body. I will even do castor oil on my liver. I like to put it on my liver and then go to sleep at night. I'll do gut massages as well. Coffee enemas sometimes. Greens powder. So I love spirulina and chlorella. 
I'll even use herbs such as milk thistle, dandelion, or hibiscus. A lot of these can come in capsule form or in tea. And of course, plenty of good quality sleep, nutrient-dense anti-inflammatory foods are going to support all of these systems in the body as well. Another big thing to consider here in terms of optimal health is stress management. And I cannot stress this enough, okay? So when I was starting my health journey, again, about 10 years ago, I was mostly focusing on my physical health. So things like fitness, nutrition, sleep, toxins, and that's all important, right? I've been talking about that already here, but as I became more and more self-aware, it really didn't take me too long to notice that when I was stressed, you know, like mental stress and just overwhelm, it really affected my physical body. So I would be fatigued, exhausted, even weak. Like I felt like my, my legs were achy and they just didn't have strength in them anymore. I would get cranky and irritable, you know, snapping at my partner, feeling hangry, those kinds of things. I even felt bloated if I had a really stressful day. So knowing this, of course, was the first step, but just having that awareness that my stress was affecting me physically, that wasn't enough to like fix the problem, right? So I knew that I was stressed way too often, but this is just how I was. It was how I learned to be. So I had no idea how to actually manage it. And this is not something that they taught back when I was in school. I mean, if they're teaching kids how to manage stress today, that I think is one of the most important things that we could teach our kids because otherwise we're going to suffer, you know? So kudos to you for doing, doing the work now and learning how to support yourself now. It's never too late. Uh, the truth is, is that too much unmanaged stress creates major inflammation, right? It goes back to the frequency, like I talked about earlier. This is actually going to lead to things like gut problems and autoimmune conditions over time. And that's exactly what I've gone through. So my hope is that in sharing all of this with you, that you don't have to suffer to the degree that I did, because I dealt with a chronic, a chronic illness for years, which was super debilitating. Um, I also know that it's easier said than done, right? When it comes to stress management. So that's why I offer support through one-on-one -on -one coaching. Uh, but a few things that I can suggest right now that can help you to manage stress are, first of all, determine what is causing your stress, right? If you are living out of alignment, which is a super common one that I see all the time, um, that can really be contributing to stress, you know? If you're letting your thoughts take over or identifying with your thoughts, that can really contribute to stress. Or maybe you're not setting boundaries. And I'm going to talk about boundaries a little bit later in this episode as well. These are all very common things, right? So the more that we can be honest with ourselves, the more that we can give ourselves the power to make changes in our lives. This is not to feel shame about any of these things. It's just to bring awareness that we can make some changes, right? identifying the main cause of your stress is going to be the very first step. And the next step is to eliminate what you can. So let's say that you identify that your job or maybe a certain relationship is out of alignment. You're just not feeling stoked about it. You're not feeling like your best self in the situation. 
how can you shift these things to better support you, right? Is it maybe getting a new job altogether? Or is it breaking up with a re- in a relationship and, you know, finding relationships that are more supportive? I'm not saying that these are going to be easy things by any means, but again, I'm here to support you as a coach if you're needing support in any of these areas. And also, you know, maybe breaking up or quitting your job is not the option or not the best solution for you. That's totally understandable. Knowing that like heart-centered communication really goes a long way as well. Communication is like the biggest thing. You know, I'm in an eight-year relationship right now and we've gone through some rocky times. We're both very like conscious people who are, you know, committed to doing the inner work and communication and not from the state when you're feeling stressed or agitated or activated in your nervous system. But if you can take some time, process things and show up from a place where you are leading with your heart, communicating how you feel, what you need, that is really going to serve you in so many areas of your life. And that can be a huge, huge help in overcoming and managing stress. So Part of this too is like focusing on what can you control, right? Again, identify what can you control? So if you've got negative, repetitive thoughts, for example, you know, practicing noticing those thoughts and then consciously choosing to release them. So if you're noticing your thoughts and you decide these thoughts are not serving my highest good, you can choose, you can decide to let those thoughts go. And of course, this is a practice. It's going to take repetition over time. Not saying that it's easy, but it is going to be necessary if this is something that you want to change. And we also need to find some healthy ways to cope with unavoidable stress because there are certain stressors that we we cannot control or we can't fully eliminate from our lives. And that's okay. It's just part of life, part of the human experience. So as long as we learn how to support our nervous systems and how to process this energy, we're going to be okay. And maybe it means taking some personal time for yourself. Going for a walk can be super helpful. Practicing deep breathing. Breath is such a huge way that we can process that energy. And even using music to help rebalance yourself. That, yeah, music is amazing, honestly. I'm also a big fan of using adaptogenic herbs or CBD to support with stress. And while these are not going to fix any underlying causes, they can help your body to recover from prolonged stress. So some favorites of mine are things like ashwagandha, reishi, or holy basil, which is also known as tulsi. And I love those in tea most of the time. Okay, so... The next thing is one of my favorite topics ever, human design. I'm obsessed with human design. You've probably heard me talk about it if you're familiar with my content already. But in a nutshell, human design is your personal cheat sheet to living in alignment with your true self. So hopefully that right there sums up why I'm so obsessed with it. It just gives you more ease, flow, joy, and higher vibes. I mean the cost of alignment, or sorry, the cost to living out of alignment, it's huge. You're going to feel it mentally, emotionally, physically, energetically. 
And when I say that it's your personal cheat sheet, what I mean is that what works for someone else might not necessarily work for you. And that's why it can be such a useful tool to get to know yourself better so that you know what works best for you. And aligning with all parts of your chart, if you've seen a human design chart, you'll know that there is a lot going on. It can be a little bit overwhelming. Also, what I'm here to help you with. Um, But yeah, basically, your chart is made up of different shapes and colors. And there's five different systems that are combined here to you know, give you a lot of insight into who you are at a soul level. This can also help to improve your health and well-being. And I recommend starting by getting a good understanding of your energy type. So this will show up on your chart as either being a projector, a manifester, a generator, a manifesting generator, or a reflector. Those are the five energy types and how you contribute to the collective. So when you begin to follow your personal strategy and your authority, you're going to find that everything just works out better for you. The way that you interact with others, attracting aligned opportunities, you know, feeling your best energetically. There's countless ways that this is going to show up in your life. And I can almost guarantee that for you. So next, I also like to look at the energy centers So whether these centers, these are the shapes on the chart, um, if they are defined or if they're open, this is going to give some insight into where you most need to set boundaries or do the deeper inner work like shadow work. And when it comes to your physical health, more specifically, I like to really look at the sacral center and the digestion arrow. These can be especially helpful for health. So if your sacral center is open, this means that you are a projector, a manifester, or a reflector. And your physical energy is going to come in spurts, in waves. So do not try to keep up with everyone else around you. Instead, give yourself permission to take breaks, even take naps when your body is asking for it. And this is essential for your health. You don't want to burn out and fry your adrenals. It's also important to take some alone time to recover. And when it comes to physical activity, just follow your body's energy flow. So this might be inconsistent from day to day, right? One day you might feel more energy, the next day, not so much. That's okay. It's actually perfectly normal for you. So be gentle with yourself. Don't force yourself to stick to a rigid workout plan. I would suggest only doing high intensity exercise when you're really feeling the energy for it. And then be sure to take more recovery time than you think you need. Okay. So that's all for somebody who has an open sacral center. And now if your sacral center is defined, it's going to show up as a red square near the bottom of your chart. This means that you are a generator or a manifesting generator. And so getting enough physical activity each day is super important for you. It's even going to help you sleep deeper You are designed to be moving and doing things that light you up. So when you do what you love, your sacral energy actually radiates out and it's going to impact those around you. It's literally raising the frequency of the planet. Okay, so you're not only doing yourself a favor, but you're doing everyone else around you a favor as well. You're going to feel healthier, more energized and more vibrant when you do work and physical exercise that you love. 
The next thing here is your digestion arrow. So this is going to show up on your chart in the top left arrow, and it's located near the head center. There's four arrows all together. It's either going to be pointing to the left or to the right. So if it points to the left, what this means is that you are someone who needs a more consistent eating schedule. This is me, okay? And I'm going to share a little example of how this helped me because before I knew about this, I, I hopped onto the intermittent fasting chain because I learned about it and I was like, wow, what amazing benefits, right? So I started to ignore my own hunger signals. I normally wake up hungry, which I now know is a good thing. But back when I was trying this out, I would wait until about noon or even later sometimes to start eating. To, to have my first meal. And over a couple of years, I actually did more damage to my hormones because of this. So please don't make the same mistakes that I did. If your digestion arrow is to the left, you're probably going to do better when you eat breakfast or you have consistent meals throughout the day. So it's been hugely helpful for me. I eat breakfast every day. I try to have about 30 grams of protein and really balance my meals throughout the day. It makes such a huge difference. I don't skip meals anymore and I feel better than ever. So the opposite to this is if your arrow faces to the right, you're going to be someone who might actually be able to tolerate intermittent fasting just fine. And you might find that you actually do well with a more inconsistent eating routine. So I'm always suggesting here, listen to your body. It's a good idea to listen to your hunger signals. Be sure that you're getting enough nutrients whichever way your arrow faces, right? But just know that you might be someone who needs more frequent meals or more consistent schedule, or you might be someone who can have a little more flexibility in that area. And if you are wanting to know more about your personal human design chart and how to optimize all areas of your life with it, I've been studying the system for about two and a half years now. So I actually offer free mini readings as well as in-depth three-hour readings. So I will drop the links for these below and you can check those out if you're feeling called to it. The next topic I want to get into to optimize your health and wellness is sleep. And sleep quality is a big, big thing, right? So quality, quantity, I mean, they're both super important, but obviously if you can get both, enough quality and quantity, you're going to be winning. And, you know, it's probably pretty obvious. We know that we need sleep and you've probably experienced if you had a shitty sleep, you wake up, you're feeling cranky, you're feeling hangry, you know, you know that sleep really affects the way that you feel. I've actually shared an entire episode on the podcast, all about sleep. I actually interviewed a sleep expert. So if you're wanting to go even deeper into this topic, definitely go back and give that one a listen. But for now, I'll just share a couple tips of things that I suggest, things that I practice myself every single day. If you can limit your screen time, hopefully you're not watching this at midnight. If you are, turn it off and come back tomorrow morning. If you can limit your screen time for like one to two hours before bed, that's going to be ideal. And if you do happen to find yourself on screens within that time frame before you sleep, if you wear blue blocking glasses and not just like the cute little clear 
glasses ones, but we want to get lenses that are like red or orange. That's going to cut the blue light completely. Yes, it will change the color of your TV screen, but I'm sorry, what is more important here? The color of your TV screen or your health? I think if you're listening to this, your health is more important. I would hope so. Um, another thing that I like to do is dim the lights. Like I'll just use, you know, ambient lighting. I'm not gonna turn on big ceiling lights before bed. I also have like red light bulbs in my lamps. So that's gonna be great for before bed. It actually helps to kind of mimic like the natural sun setting, that kind of glow that you're gonna get. That way you're not, you know, telling your body that it's actually daytime when it's nighttime, right? Uh, taking a high quality magnesium supplement before bed. Quality again is super important here. So I'm gonna drop my favorite magnesium supplement link in the description below. Establishing a calming bedtime routine. I love to play like relaxing music, have my Himalayan pink salt lamp on. I'll do some skincare, some dry brushing, some breathing, just taking it really easy, you know, slow, deep breathing. So when I climb into bed, I like to kind of place my hands on my abdomen and just begin to really slow my breath down because we want our body to go into rest and digest mode. That's where we're going to be repairing and healing our bodies while we sleep. Um, what else do we do here? So turning the phone on airplane mode, turning the Wi-Fi off when we go to bed. We don't want those radiation signals interfering with our bodies while we're trying to repair. I also like to play sleep frequency music while I sleep. So I'll have my phone on airplane mode. I've got this playlist downloaded so I can access it without getting those signals. And these frequencies just also help to put my cells into a nice resting, recovering state. It's also ideal to have your bedroom be as dark as possible. So if you can, having some blackout curtains, um, if not, having an eye mask can be sufficient as well. And I personally feel my best when I'm in bed for about nine hours. So if I'm also asleep before 11 p.m., ideally even 10 p.m., that's going to be better as well. Okay, the next thing here is super important for optimal health. I mentioned it earlier, but we're going to dive a little deeper now. Boundaries. And I know that this is a big one that many of us are working on. It comes up in most of my client sessions, and it's something that I've been working on as well. So if you resonate with being a people pleaser, maybe you often say yes, even when it drains or depletes you, or you feel guilty or have a hard time saying no. I encourage you to first reflect on why this is. You know, are you seeking some sort of approval, validation, or love? And this might be subconscious, right? So again, not that we should be feeling any shame around this if this happens to be the case. Just bringing the awareness allows us to make a conscious choice to shift. So if this is the case, you know, if we if we find that, okay, looks like I'm seeking approval from someone. I want to feel loved or validated or good enough. So I'm going to say yes to them, even if I don't want to. We can maybe trace this back to a time in early childhood where we learned that putting other people first is how we receive love. And that's just a simple example. It can show up in many different ways, depending on who you are and what your history is. So 
If you would like guidance in, in exploring this deeper, I am a trauma-informed coach and I would love to support you. So please reach out if you're needing help. Uh, the truth is you are not responsible for anyone else's happiness, but your own. And in fact, you're not responsible for anyone else's emotional state, whether it's anger, frustration, you know, making someone upset, for example. Only you are responsible for your emotions, just like only they are responsible for their emotions. So you can't make someone angry or upset, right? Just like you can't make someone happy. I think that's a huge thing to really just bring awareness to is if we can all start to take responsibility for our state, we're all going to be winning here, okay? We have taken our power back. Stop giving it away. Setting boundaries is truly a sign of self-respect. You know, you're going to teach others how to treat you when you, you know, share and communicate. Again, heart-centered communication. Share other, share with others like what you are and what you're not available for. This is going to be essential in protecting your precious energy. Your body, your mind, your soul are all going to thank you when you set healthy boundaries and protect your peace. Okay, so again, it's a sign of self-respect to truly understand the value of your energy. What are you giving your energy to? How can you take your energy back and you know, circle that energy back into your system to enhance your well-being. The final thing that we're going to bring awareness to, the final thing today to consider is your level of presence, okay? How present are you? Are you often busy, easily distracted, or do you find yourself getting bored really easily? If so, there's a good chance that your nervous system is also overactivated. I've got a challenge for you. If this is something that you resonate with, you know, you're busy, you're go, go, go mode, you're multitasking. My challenge for you is to slow down, okay? Pump the brakes a little bit. This was me too, so I get it. It's not always easy, but powerful as fuck. Sit in silence, sit in stillness. Put your phone away. Put it on do not disturb mode or airplane mode. Out of the room, different room, away from your sight. Let yourself just be bored. I know this probably sounds painful. You're going to be like, why the fuck would I want to be bored? That sounds horrible. I know. And it kind of is at first <laughs> until you get used to it. And you're like, okay, you know what? I can just be. I don't need to be doing all the time. I can just be. I'm a human being, not a human doing, right? Because in our modern society, we are so overstimulated and it's actually draining your system. So when you can allow yourself to truly rest and relax, you know, resting and relaxing doesn't mean watching Netflix or scrolling on your phone. This is without distractions, being fully present, letting your body know that it's safe. And this is actually what's going to activate healing on a cellular and an energetic level for you. So give it a try. Let me know how it goes. And I truly, truly hope that you got some value from this episode. If so, 
please take a screenshot of it, um, share it on your Instagram, be sure to tag me at Martina Salling, or you can send this episode link to a friend and your support means the world to me. So thank you so much. Thanks for being here. Thanks for listening. Thanks for putting your health first and have a beautiful day. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I'm so grateful to have you here. And if you enjoyed this episode, I would love it if you could leave me a review. This really helps more people learn about the show. If you feel called to share this podcast with a friend, this also means the world to me. And I love connecting with my listeners on Instagram. So you can always take a screenshot and share it in your stories. Be sure to tag me at Martina Salling. Thanks again for choosing the path of alignment and have an aligned as fuck day.